Hi, and welcome to the June 2008 More Beer Monthly Podcast, the second month that we're trying this new format for More Beer, where we get in here and cover a good topic for you every month, plus all the regular stuff where we're going to give you our schedule of events so that you know what's happening. Basically, you can keep in touch with the folks at More Flavor by tuning into the More Beer Monthly Podcast every month, and that's what we're doing for you here today. Uh, we've actually got, this is interesting, because we got Chris Graham in the studio, and you're usually here with us helping out the podcast, Graham. But for some reason, you decided JP would be a nice addition this week. <laughs> I thought I'd bring more of the show to our podcast. Oh, <laughs> so, awful idea. So JP is in here helping out. Uh, you folks are in for a treat. And uh, <laughs> one thing that we're going to cover today, uh, our topic of the month is, and I think people are going to be excited about this, your brew sculptures have been the talk of home brewing for years. I mean, everybody wants a brew sculpture. How long have you guys been making brew sculptures in general? I'm going to guess this will be either our 10th year of making them. Okay. Yeah. This is generation three. Okay. So you guys have been doing it for a while, and you're, and you're just about to launch now a brand new generation of, of your sculptures, as if they weren't badass enough. We've talked about them on all the shows the Brewing Network does. You guys have all seen pictures, I'm sure of it. You've all drooled over the catalog like I have. Um, and now this is a whole new generation of them. Brew porn. Okay. Yes, <laughs> it's home brew porn. All right, so we're going to be talking about that just a little bit later in the program um, so you can find out what's new about these things. I mean, I'm curious why you needed a third generation, so you guys are going to help us clear that up. And, and JP's going to help with that, too? Absolutely. That's a shock to me, too, man. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> were you in the design process of the new... Uh... No, no, no. I can barely dress myself. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I had nothing to do with the design, but uh, I think they're great. Yeah. I think it's a great idea, and... Uh, it, it, it was just a good way to kind of give a little fresh look to something everyone has seen and yeah. have tried to build and, and love and all that kind of stuff. So. I'll admit, I'd, I've seen a prototype and it looked pretty slick. So we'll yeah. talk about that. Uh, first, let's let you know what's going on in the world of more flavor, different events that uh, you guys are going to be at and things that are happening. First and foremost, uh, not only because it's probably the most important one on this list, but because chronologically it's first. Uh, the BN uh, Brewing Network's third anniversary party, Saturday, oh, really? June 14th. <laughs> I'll, and uh, at Downtown Joe's in Napa. Now, Colin, who's the brewmaster there, used to work with you guys. Yeah, ex-employee. Yeah. yeah great guy. <laughs> did you guys fire him or did he quit? He quit. Yeah. Now, he actually worked for us. Then he got hired at Downtown Joe's. And then they eventually, um, I don't know if they fired the brewer or if he just took they, over that position. However it worked. They departed. He they departed. Him. He became that full-time brewer. Yeah, and he's yeah. become stayed a friend ever since ah and he's a good guy he is hosting us for the brewing network third anniversary yeah. party yeah i kind of feel silly sometimes when i say it's our anniversary uh, thir- how old, how long you guys been a company three, three years. years yeah <laughs> we're such infants in the beer world but it's a good reason to go out and celebrate and that's what we're doing and you guys are going to be at that jp of course will be there a special appearance by jp's alter ego oh, you're going to have to go yourselves to, yeah. to see what that is to figure out what that means <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then Chris Graham, and are you going to bring your wife along? Absolutely. You're not afraid to do that? No. Okay. Sitting right here. <laughs> All right. Amy, we'll be seeing you there too then. So that's uh, this Saturday, June 14th at Downtown Joe's in Napa. Go to downtownjoes.com if you need directions to the place, or just go to the Brewing Network. It's right there on our homepage. Get all the details that you need. Uh, next thing that's happening uh, is, uh, this is also next week for us, um, the 19th through the 21st, we're all going to be in Cincinnati for the National Homebrewers Conference. How long have you guys been going and supporting that? Uh, geez, since it was in Dallas. 
I guess that's probably our f- six years. Our seven? first one was in L.A., which oh. I think was 2000 or 2001. Okay. Yeah, because Chicago was 03. Dallas was 02, so uh, a former employee, Chad, and I went down to scope it out. We were the scouting party uh, when it was in L.A. Uh, at the Four Points, Sheridan. Uh, it was actually really, really fun, yeah. and then uh, we've been doing it ever since. Okay. So you guys are going on, uh, this is going to be your eighth year then, it sounds like. Seventh or eighth year. Yeah. Yeah. Something All right. like that. Could and, be twelfth, I have no idea. And the cool thing about this, uh, I don't know if you've always done it this way but as, as long as i've known you you guys always support and sponsor club night uh, correct which is the friday night at the conference mm-hmm. um and it is the best night in home brewing hands down every year it's yeah. a great time no matter where in the country this conference has been uh, lots of good homebrew clubs come out and bring it strong and you guys make that happen so you're doing that again this year absolutely it's the biggest party in homebrew it's, hands down it's so great and we are going to broadcast your club night event live on the brewing network so we are waiting just making sure that we have our internet connection so that it actually will stream live you can be there with us as it happens as long as that internet works but regardless you'll be able to listen to uh, the festivities after the fact um, and it's just kind of cool i mean it's a whole room with all the uh, all these different brew clubs i remember the first year i went there had to be almost 20 brew clubs in there and they set yeah. up booths uh, themes, all different themed, and then of course they're pouring their beers. Yeah, the uh, greatest part about that is the themes. I mean, these some of these people come up with the weirdest yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh, there was there's one club I think out of Fresno or in Folsom, uh, Kevin Pratt's club. They were like Egyptian. Yeah, themed last year, and then people had you know crabs on their heads, and the other people light up their booth with all this weird stuff, and it's like very strange. Yeah, do you guys ever theme your? Because you have a booth at Club Night all the time, too. For yeah, we mock a commerce. internet retail store. <laughs> yeah. We are the interweb. <laughs> we, we play like we're businessmen. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Hello, would you like to buy something? <laughs> no, okay, thank you. Do you wear a tie? No. Chris oh. Graham, would you ever, ever wear a tie? I don't think I've ever worn a tie to a beer event. No? I what about you? Should. I don't even know when the last time I wore a tie was. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out here. My uh, <laughs> wedding was a clip-on, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tying this thing. Yeah. it. All right, so we will be at the whole conference. Uh, the More Flavor crew is going to be there, and then, of course, uh, taking care of Club Night for you on Friday. So that's the 19th through the 21st of this month in Cincinnati. Um, after that, a couple of things coming up in July that we just want to give you a heads up before we get to the July podcast. Uh, July 12th, in the showroom here in Concord, 15% off all in-store items. You guys have been doing this every now and then, too. Uh, almost, it seems quarterly or Pretty something. Pretty much twice a year. Twice yeah. a year you do. Okay. Yep. Great. And John Plissé, your show, showroom manager over there, always does a great job. The showroom's looking great nowadays, by the way. I was there just the other day, and uh, I don't know if he's got more time on his hands or what, but it's awful clean and nice, <laughs> some new displays going on. Um, it's looking really good. So he's having a 15% off all in-store items, and that's going to be on July 12th. That's at all three locations. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Great. So that's Los Altos, Riverside, and Concord. Correct. Okay. Perfect. First time, right? I think it's the first time we've done that. That you've coordinated all three of them on a yeah. sale? Yeah. Yeah. I've not seen the Los Altos location yet. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty rocking. Yeah. Um, it's been around there for a while. It used to be Fermentation Frenzy. Um, and then we partnered together and uh, kind of went in there and 
you know more more flavorized i guess you'd call it the yeah. uh, the showroom there and it it's great people love it so it's different than jpi's did i hope yeah jpi's did uh would be covered in filth and muck <laughs> but instead it's real nice and cats yeah <laughs> but instead it smells pretty <laughs> right it's the opposite all right, so that's uh, July 12th. All three stores having a 15% off sale. And then finally, something that you do every year, Chris Graham, which I always think is cool, and we've talked about this on um, the Brewing Network shows too, uh, the Siebel Institute of Technology does these beer classes, and uh, you can take long classes and short classes there, right? You take all kinds. They do ones for just distributors. They do ones that are just for the guy who cleans kegs, okay. let alone wow. the brewer or someone who wants to learn about it. Really? You can do six months. Wow. You can do two weeks. You can do one afternoon. Okay. They have all kinds of courses. This one happens to be their homebrewing course, and they call it the Advanced Homebrewing Course. Okay. And what is it, a week long? It's a week long. It's in Durango, Colorado. It's Randy Mosier, Ray Daniels, uh, Chris White. And myself teaching. Hope I didn't forget someone there. Um, <laughs> and it, more is what you just said. And more, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, we pretty much we cap it at thirty people. There's still some room left. Um, it's awesome. It's hands on. You get to work in the lab with microscopes with Chris White. Learn the best practices of lab. I bring out two sculptures. You get to learn decoction mashing, step mashing, regular Great. mashing, all on B3 systems. Um, we go to breweries pretty much every night, hang out. Durango, Colorado is a cool mountain town. Great. And back in the classroom by 8 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> they are, yes. <laughs> I don't teach usually until 9 torture. or 10. <laughs> yeah. uh, the class starts at 8, but uh, we start teaching around 10 when everyone's <laughs> just there. All right, so that's at Siebel, uh, and it starts July 21st. It goes the 21st through the 25th. Chris Graham's always teaching out there, and a uh, few spots left. So yep. go check out Siebel if you want to try to get into that. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, and I think that that covers our events and, and things upcoming for June and July uh, with More Flavor. You can go, of course, to moreflavor.com and check out this stuff, too. You'll find all sorts of information there. All right. Let's start talking about what people really want to hear about in terms of geeking uh, about beer equipment, and that is this third generation of uh, brew sculptures. Uh, maybe we could start with why, you guys. Uh, I mean, they, they were pretty cool already. Can I ask you why not? <laughs> yeah, I no. guess so. So, uh, what would Doc say? Because we can. Because we can. Yeah. Yeah. So, like everything else, uh, y- you make something and it's good. But people point out things that could make it better. You have your own, you know, you can't wait till something's perfect before you release a product or you'll never release it. Um, Unlike this show. I mean, this is pretty much (laughs) the only thing that, you know. Right. This is the exception. And so basically what's happened over the last couple of years, the last generation was huge changes from the first one. The first time we offered three different frame types and you could have it any color you want as long as you want it black, and there was zero options. Then we went to, what, I think nine frame types. Something like that, yeah. One of them had 20 options, and it got real hard. To, that's what we were carrying just a week ago. Yeah. Real hard to order, a lot of things going on. You could really customize it, but you kind of had to know a lot even just to order one. Mm. Yeah, um, and it, we, we tried, you know, because it went from almost no options to you know people going oh i wish you could do this i wish you could do this and we were custom building them as we went so we said well hey why not let's make these options let's make them part numbers let's give people nth number of choices uh and then it became too much it became too many choices Mm. 
Um, so we focused on what sold. Yeah. What did people want? Uh, a lot of things we just, you know, working up the food chain of suppliers, uh, like stainless ball valves, no longer an option. It's base system now. So a lot of old things that were options are now just standard. Okay. Um, we developed these, uh, for the longest time, we wanted a good quick disconnect for your lines to go from the pumps, tubings, fittings, everywhere it goes. But all we could find were brass or plastic. And so we finally just went out and had them made ourselves, just stainless steel quick disconnects. These things are beefy. You could drive your car over them. They have no crosshairs in them to to block hops, anything like that. Um, We found these new kettles. These new kettles have an aluminum core bottom. They have over an eighth inch thick aluminum solid core bottom. So it doesn't matter where you put the heat on it. You're not going to have a hot spot. It's just evenly distributed amongst the bottom of the kettle. So less scorching. Um, you clean up after your boil and it's, you barely wipe it down. It's no longer scouring or anything like that. That That is great. Yeah. Are these kettles available through you guys on their own as well? Absolutely. They're our heavy duty line is what we call them. Okay. All right. Um, so kind of, we kept doing all these things and then we said, well, it's time to go next generation of brew sculptures incorporating the new kettles. Our old frames were very specifically made to those kettles. Mm. Those kettles had a relatively thin bottom, the old one we had. So we didn't want any metal between the burner and the kettle bottom. So the, the, the frame was unique to that kettle only. So if you wanted to change sizes, forget it. It was done. You couldn't do it. Yeah. So the new systems are modular. So say you want our tippy dump, and right now you only want to make 10-gallon batches, and then in the future when you want to make 20, you don't have to rebuy a whole system. Everything inside of that system is set up to be able to just buy the new kettles, um, maybe a part here or there, such as the tippy basket, the kettle, the mash done kettle sits in. Uh, but beyond that, all the float switches, thermometers, ball valves, every everything is designed um, to be modular and just swapped right over yeah, the easy part about that is the the old kettles were on rails. So if you had a bigger kettle, you had to get a whole new system. But these uh, kettles are more, you know, hexagonal, I guess. So they have different angles. So the kettle, uh, the the frame is a little wider to support a larger size kettle. Exactly, larger or smaller, or smaller. If you're ever exactly doing, right. you know, either direction. The other thing we made about made it it was so that it's modular. We wanted the frame to be add-on. So if you want our digital options later, you can add that. Currently, we'd have to do all kinds of changes, but this new Gen 3, it'll be something you can just buy, screw on, and you're done. So oh. now all of your, because you were talking about this being modular, now every add-on that you guys add is a module. So so we can buy the base system. Yeah. And then later on, as uh, our our brew skill or budget allows, we can just add on any of the options that you that you offer. Absolutely. Exactly right. Yeah, and, that's and, a great uh, idea. Yeah, that way you could buy a fifteen fifty. Yeah. Let's say life changes and you want to make twenty gallon batches, you can upgrade to twenty gallon kettles. Yeah. Or you want to add our full digital package, you can add that later. That wow. gets you the digital hot liquor, all that good jazz. And that Such was a great idea. And that was a big thing too. We had a lot of customers uh, from just day one of, of the inception of the digital package. Oh, can I can I just get that later though? Yeah. yeah. No, and you can't. It, and it was oh, custom welding man. and all this. And so now it's yeah. yeah, slap it on later. You might have to. You know, we've already said you ha- you'll have to do some welding later of the couplers on the kettle. Well, we can pre-do that for you now for a small charge and put a plug in there. And that okay. way, when you're ready. 
you upgrade and you just thread things in. That is really a great idea. Yeah. I remember uh, one of our previous more beer podcast regan came in and talked about the sculptures so it was probably a year ago before you guys had done this upgrade and he was telling the history of them and talking about how you know olin said hey why don't we try this and he said well that's never going to work <laughs> and they tried it and it became a best-selling feature and then yeah, someone yeah. would say why don't we try this and regan would say well i don't know why anybody's ever going to want that <laughs> exactly and it would become right. a best-selling feature and now here you guys are in the third generation and it's all of these things that that i'm sure regan never imagined anybody would want oh nobody did and, and that's the great thing about him is that they're all they're pretty much all customer driven okay you know it's it's feedback driven and that's one thing i think that we've been uh really good about is 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 listening to our customers yeah and Um, we've had some top-notch brewers brewing on these guys like jameel Mm -hmm. um a lot of the top uh aha winners uh professional brew houses stone rogue um those are two huge ones brewery oma gang oma gang yeah uh, flying dog they've given us feedback and saying you know it'd be great if it could do this it'd be great if it could do that and we tried to just take all of that incorporated in when you're ordering them now you know like i said a 1550 before had 20 options now you just go through five steps of choosing what you want and you choose pretty much one from each option Hmm. and you choose one gas system you choose one cooling option you choose one smart option it's a no-brainer and then at the end there's some some little things that are niceties and you can choose as many of those as you want okay but there's no confusion if i order this do i not order this um that was a huge confusion so yeah. In the past two years, it was pretty much me and one other guy who could sell these sculptures on a regular basis. Yeah, go figure. I couldn't even do it. Wow. But now with this one, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that in my sleep. Yeah. That's fine. That's but, great. Yeah, because I remember selling a few. I, was like, I had to pass them to Chris. Is this right? Can you check my, my math on this? Cause, yeah. And uh, admittedly, it was complicated. Yeah. It, they were screwed up all the time because even our own employees who'd worked there for 10 years didn't understand the ins and outs who even have brew sculptures look i admitted it okay you don't gotta rub it in <laughs> i was talking about regan but. Oh, okay <laughs> that's a great way to do it it's really yeah. streamlined and uh put all the technology in is there any technology that we've missed that you want to make sure we know is on there anything new? no one of the huge things that'll be changing is is as we get good at building the new ones is we're hoping to take the lead time from three months down to one okay and that's a huge reason reason for doing this making all the parts modular to fit in three different kettle sizes allows us to not custom make every part every time we sell a sculpture i remember that being a topic of discussion whenever we uh were talking about your older sculptures that you'd say sure i'd love to to sell you a sculpture it'll be three months yeah (laughs) you know but but really (laughs) i i I want your business is fantastic but it's going to take three months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, I mean, truly, even now with the changes, they're still made one at a time. Okay. There's no factory that these are made. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've been there. There is yeah. no factory. No, the guy, we are a small company. The guys <laughs> who weld these, they don't have a huge jig. They just put all the pieces in and, it, you know, robotic arms come and weld it. Now, it's hand welded. If you order our, our brushed stainless frame. Mm-hmm. It takes three days on his welding bench. Okay. I mean, just of actually doing all the welds. I mean, those, I forget how many welds. I think 196 actual welds wow. on, that, on the 1550 system alone, let alone the other ones. <clears throat> so uh, we also are introducing another level of stainless frame. So right now, the base system comes with a steel frame. Steel's great, metal, 
holds up. These things, I mean, I can jump up and down. I'm 220 pounds. They don't even flex. Well, wow. Very Let's say beefy. 235, 240. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> we also offer uh, a brush stainless. And this is beautiful, awesome. Yeah. I think that's the one I saw at uh, the last conference. Did you? Didn't you guys bring the brushed one there? That's the one we usually hang around with. Yeah, very, the ones in our nice. showroom yeah. that we teach our classes are on a brushed. Okay, those things are truly works of art. That's where the word sculpture really came out of. Okay, um, but the problem is that's you know a thousand dollar upgrade, where we wanted to offer a lower price stainless you know option. Um, for especially East Coasters, where rusting is a major issue. Mm-hmm. And so that's something in the next two months that you'll start seeing at a very reasonable price. Great. That's a good feature. You're absolutely right about the East Coast, any, and even uh, anything coastal with humidity and all of that. So a lot of these sculptures are sitting on people's backyards. Exactly. Uh, or back porches, rather. So uh, good feature to have. It is nice, and uh, the one that we were trucking around too, uh, I saw it at when you guys did the craft brew conference in San Diego, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty portable in terms of it's lightweight. Uh, this frame is not a uh, a three hundred pound frame. I mean, we no. were moving it around uh, pretty easily, so that's a good feature too, just to be able to yeah. put the, it where you need it. The flat frame and the tippy frame are both on wheels, okay. and the gravity feeds frame's pretty small. It's easy to move one person. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely pick that up one person. I mean, you, you know, obviously take the kettles off. But, exactly. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, it sounds good. These are coming out this week. Are they on the site now? They're on the site now. We're just doing the last little final uh, touch-ups to the descriptions and whatnot, but they're for sale. Okay. There you go. So you can go through that whole pro- that modular process you were talking about. Uh-huh. Online. Yes, we are working on actually a builder to where you literally just follow, oh, yeah. kind of like buying a Dell computer, you just yeah. follow the steps. That'll take us probably a couple weeks to get done. So right now we just tell you, choose one from this area, choose one from this area. So it's not as automated where it puts it all in your cart as one, but helps okay. quite a bit. All right. And then I assume you're going to have to upgrade your, your catalog to put this, these new items in there as well? That it was uh, one of the driving forces of getting these done as quickly as we did. Was okay. The catalog is, is going to press in the next two weeks. Okay. Fantastic. So new yeah. catalog, new sculptures, it's all have there. A whole new sculpture section, which looks incredible. And it will that'll help you guide through also uh, you know, the, the changes we've done and, yeah. and what you have to do. And it's a really simplified process. Our, right. our slogan will be, if JP can order one, so can yeah. you. <laughs> if I can do it, you can too. Put a picture of JP's big silly face on the magazine there yeah. with his thumbs up. You'll be sure to sell a lot. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So you can go to moreflavor.com, of course, uh, morebeer.com, any one of the more flavor, and you'll uh, you'll get over there and, and be able to see these new sculptures. But to get to the sculptures, go to morebeer.com. Right on the homepage, scroll down about midway. You can't miss the icon to get you there. All the information's up now. Okay, perfect. And as a bonus, if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to have to mention it. You're going to have to mention the More Beer Monthly podcast in June going to give you a $100 uh, in-store credit toward that uh, new sculpture. If you buy a new sculpture in June or July, mention this podcast, $100 in-store credit, which could be used for uh, other things in the store or take it off the sculpture itself, right? Absolutely. Okay. Crazy Chris's wacky web deals. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Chris a couple beers before the podcast and he threw out that discount, no problem. Look, just give him just give him 100 bucks. <laughs> Tune in next week where I'll be feeding uh, Chris Graham Belgian, Belgian Strong 
prongs before the, the podcast, and we'll see what he can give away. Buy a sculpture and have half my company. <laughs> it's the deal of the century. <laughs> All right, and if you didn't hear about it already, either on the website or in last month's podcast, don't forget about the more beer deal of the day. Midnight, every single day. Get up there at midnight, because that's when the deal of the day shows up. Some of them are some pretty limited quantities, and uh, you get some great deals. You never know. Uh, most of the people I've seen commenting about the deal of the day are upset about one thing. The one day that they don't check yeah, the well, deal of the day was p- the item that they wanted. So you got to keep checking it. Part of the deal of the day. <laughs> got to so, be faster than it. That's right. I, I mean, I think I know people who like set their alarms for midnight. They're like, We've got right, a few of them now. Get up real quick. Check out the deal of the day. See if you need it. Go back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's our More Beer Monthly podcast for this month. Uh, come see us in Cincinnati. Uh, come right up to the booth. Chris Graham, JP, John Plisse, all going to be there. Uh, so uh, the guys you know and love for more flavor hanging out in Cincinnati. Come see us there. Until uh, next time, July podcast will be out. Uh, we may actually record it live from Cincinnati, right? I think right? that's the best thing we could do. So we'll give you a little bonus for uh, the July version of the podcast, live from Cincinnati. And we'll even and, let and on time, probably. In that too. Yeah. And possibly on time. That's true, because it'll be done two weeks in advance. <laughs> Amazing. This is great how things come together when I'm a part of them. You guys notice that? Look, I consider that if it's still within the days of the month, like if we had done this on the 30th, it is still on it's time. It's on time, man. As long as I post it by midnight. All right, we'll see you next month here on the More Beer Monthly Podcast. The More Beer Monthly Podcast is a production of The Brewing Network. For more information or to hear additional beer audio, visit thebrewingnetwork.com.